Hi everyone, I'm Emmy. And I'm Helen. And welcome back to The Slumber Party. We have a lot to talk about this week, um, a lot of fun topics, so let's get right into it. Alright, the first <laughs> thing that we're going to be tackling is our most embarrassing moments. And there's a lot to unpack here. So I think it's important <laughs> to note that because we've known each other since elementary school, there are a lot of embarrassing moments we've had together that we've seen each other have. Yes. Helen and I have seen each other through all of our phases. Helen has seen me with braces and a feather in my hair. Feather in your hair. I have seen Helen with braces. Braces. Palette expander. <laughs> and the dyed red. Oh my god, the dyed red. <laughs> oh god. The blue streak. Yeah. The blue bleach. Oh god, that was so bad. Who let me do that? I was in like third grade. Your oh, parents. Cool, my parents. Your parents I, let you do that. So John and Tanya. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> all right. I guess, do you want to start or should I? Um, I have to say, I do think that you have to start because you have more. I have more embarrassing things. You have more embarrassing me. things that happen to yeah. you. Yeah. Situations <laughs> that you put yourself in. Yes. Not your fault. That I find myself in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll begin then. So basically, <laughs> this is more of a recent one. Um, so for those of you who don't know. I am a proud student at Emerson College, <laughs> um, and go Lions! <laughs> go Lions! <laughs> Let's cut that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but for those of you who don't know, I go to Emerson. Helen and I both do, and um, Emmy and I were walking on Newbury Street, and busy pre-COVID, everyone is cr- so crowded, and she had this off-brand Hydro Flask, one of those big clanky. Hydro Peak. Sitting right next to me, Sitting actually. right over there. Gorgeous water bottle. Thank you, TJ Maxx. <laughs> Love TJ Maxx. <laughs> but we were walking, and all of a sudden, Emmy trips over, like, the brick or something. I tripped over nothing. That's the thing. Oh, I'm just, like... <laughs> I just fell. I just fell. <laughs> like, giving you benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she tripped. Like, her shoe was loose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Emmy tripped on air and basically landed right on her knee. Like, scraped up your knee. But wearing a dress, wearing a, a dress. tight dress. Oh God! But the hydro peak went flying, and it made the loudest noise known to man. And everyone around was like, "Are you okay?" Are yeah, everybody okay? stopped, whipped their heads over at me. Probably got the sound. Probably got whiplash, <laughs> um, because the sound was so jarring. Um, and there I am, sprawled out with bloody knees on the sidewalk, uh, just. In for the public no, all to see. I'm okay. I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm also, this was, like, right after we moved into college freshman year. So, already, like, I was feeling very self-conscious about very being vulnerable. perceived in the city. <laughs> and, like, I just <laughs> felt so exposed, so vulnerable in that moment. <laughs> that was that was That's one of my so low bad. points. Um, all right. Can we? Let's go. Let's go oh, on. Let's go on. Okay. One of mine. Um, so, back to, throwing it back to high school. Um, obviously everything's awkward in high school. Everything's embarrassing. Um, but <laughs> this one involves Emmy as well. Because <laughs> was it our sophomore year or freshman year that this happened, the softball? You're talking about the softball unit? I have okay. Emmy does okay. Emmy does not think that this was embarrassing. Because it wasn't. But it has stuck in my brain for ye- years later. I think this was freshman year of high school. Freshman year. That makes it more awkward. That makes Okay, so freshman year, um, Emmy, we're in gym class together, and we're picking units, and Emmy's like, 
we should do we should do the softball unit and I did not want to do the softball unit but we did not know a lot of people in the gym class so I was like I'm gonna stick with Emmy no matter what so we go to the softball unit and it is me Emmy one other girl and all of the baseball boys that go to our school all the varsity JV freshmen whatever who love to play baseball are in the softball unit and but okay so the unit itself was tragic for me I think that this is when Emmy realized that I was not invincible invincible I always had this perception of Helen that like nothing could phase this girl like she just she just buries it and rises above no matter what it is like she she can just get through it and the softball <laughs> unit was like this her kryptonite that's this when I realized like it's like when you realize your parents like have flaws and like they're not perfect people <laughs> this was that moment for me when I realized like oh Helen actually like <laughs> Helen has insecurities <laughs> oh too my God. but yeah it was an awful it was awful unit um and the one moment in particular was everyone had to go up to bat and I simply could not hit the goddamn ball. But the gym teacher was like, you have to stay up there until you hit it. And then this boy who was, like, pitching was, like, trying to give me pointers but, like, yelling it because he's, like, far away. And everyone was looking, being like, you got to grab it like this. You got you to gotta bend like this. You got to do it like this. And all these men are giving me critiques and ways to fix myself. And I'm like, I simply – I simply need to leave. I was just going to say they were myself. trying to mansplain baseball to you, but we don't we're not going to pretend we know. We're not gonna, yeah, we it, looking back on it, there were probably some really good advice in there. There's probably a lot of like <laughs> helpful pointers that they were giving me if I wanted to continue a softball career. But oh my god, 14-year-old me was simply needed to, needed to go. And she was so mad at me for oh making us pick that unit too. She still brings this up. Well, yeah, okay, because Emmy played softball as a child, and I think and I, I assumed. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> in that class, I was like, oh, my God, Emmy really – I think there was a switch happening there where I was like, Emmy's not phased by this. Okay, like, so there we go. We are seeing each other differently. Differently. And it's all because of the softball unit. Because I was – Thank I was, you, Miss Burt. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Burt, our high school gym teacher. You honestly – you really opened our eyes to each other's strengths and weaknesses. Throughout this podcast, we will be bringing up some gems from high school. Most of my embarrassing moments, though, I think this is the difference between you and me. Yours have happened in high school. In the past. In middle school. For me, they have not stopped since I got to college. Like, they're very much, they if, continue. If they, anything. If anything, they, they've, they've gotten worse. Yeah, they've gotten worse. They've increased. Hmm. I think that we should talk about um, a really recent embarrassing moment for which Emmy one? Kelly. Which one? Which one? Which one? When um, Emmy decided to stand on a couch. Oh, I Nobody can see me, but I am like... Visibly uncomfortable. I am visibly so uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I <just laughs> this makes me so uncomfortable to talk about. But No I, names, but... I will do it for... For the art. <laughs> no, yeah. Um... So I listen. Listen, I'm I. I'm right here. I um. I'm not a perfect person, and I have flaws, obviously, and they really showed themselves. Um, 
I don't know, maybe a month and a half ago, was yeah, it? that's it. About, I don't know. Basically, what happened, <laughs> basically what happened was that um, our roommate, our third roommate, who is so lovely. Um, so beautiful. She was uh, having a guy over. She had just gone on a date with him, and he was just coming to drop her off at the apartment. Very chill. Um, I'd like to preface this and, like, let the audience know that Emmy had been left alone. I was, I was, I was out. I was in class. So she was alone in this. In this apartment. In this apartment. It's also a rule in the apartment. Don't leave Emmy alone if you can help it. Because I start to go very stir crazy. Um, I start to go a little insane. And this is just proof that I had been left alone in the apartment. For too long. For far too long. To the point where I was not making rational decisions at all. So really, this is on you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But... Okay, I'm going to brush through this because, oh, I'm I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Um, basically, what happened was um, our roommate was having this guy come into the apartment. I did not know this, so I was sprawled out on my bed. You can see into my bedroom like right from, when the you, from the doorway, right when you walk into the apartment, and I didn't know that they were going to be coming home. I didn't know this guy was coming over. So um, my bedroom door was wide open. I was sprawled out on my bed. I... I guess, you know, Morgan tells me later that I looked like a dead body. Like, hanging off her bed. Hanging off my bed. And he has a tiny twin bed, so, like, Made for a toddler, yeah. Made for a toddler. Just, like, laying, like, over the side. Yeah. Um, that's strike one for me. Yeah. Um, but, basically, they come in, um, it's, they're, it's kind of awkward, to be honest. Like, it was, like, a, it was, like, a first or second date, so, you know, you know how that is. Um, and, basically... Basically, I decided to yell out from my bedroom, like, how'd it go? Um, because I just, hey, I wanted to know. I was curious. I was lonely. I was going stir-crazy. Um, finally, there was some human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they were talking about thrifting, yada, yada, yada. So I decided to come out because it sounded like we were going to have a conversation. So I left um, the safety of my bedroom. Again, that was my second mistake. Um, and I sat on the couch, and for those of you who have never seen our apartment, which is probably most of you, um, the couch is right next to the door. Um, so I was sitting right next to the doorway where they were standing. So, let's also say that she was not sitting on the couch, she was perched on the, um, like, arm. The arm of the couch. Like, like, watching. Like, watching. Like, (laughs) Like a little bird. A little bird. Yeah. Um, that is important. It just for that the visual. Just for the visual. Just note that I was, like, not in a leisurely position at all. Um, Because, again, I thought that we were in the middle of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then this guy just stops talking. And it becomes very apparent to me, oh, he wants to kiss her. He wants to kiss her goodbye. I had thought that he was coming in to hang out. And no. wrong. He was simply dropping her off. I was misinformed. My bad. Um, <laughs> basically, I... <laughs> For some reason, my brain told me that I should stand up on the couch and just say, just declare, I'm not supposed to be here. And that's exactly what I did. I just stood up on the couch while they're standing there awkwardly, like, waiting for me to leave. Oh, my God. Um, And I stood up and said, I'm not supposed to be here. Um, I then scurry back into my room. Leave the door open. Leave the door open in my room because I was fucking panicked. Again, this is... That's on me. That's Hundo P. That's my bad. <laughs> it's like my B. Um, but 
Um, make a brief comment about Morgan's socks. Oops, we're not supposed to be saying names, but our roommate is Morgan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make a brief comment about our third roommate's socks. Um, again, I was just feeling very awkward. I don't know. Sometimes I just ramble on. Mm. Um, and then I came in and then came into my room. Again, the door is open for whatever reason. And then the fact, um, didn't shut it. <laughs> the fact that I didn't shut it. No, yeah, that would be mistake three, four. I don't know what we're on at this point. Five. Um, and then I just hear the unnamed male individual say to her, wow, this is kind of awkward. Like, why is this so awkward? Um, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking. He was not talking to He you. was talking to our, to our roommate. And um, I, I just took it upon myself to respond. And I just. From yeah, her room. From my bedroom. Like, she is no longer in that same space. I just yelled out, is it me? <laughs> Am I making it awkward? Um, the answer was yes. It was resounding yes. The answer was a resounding yes, Emmy. Yes, Emmy, this is you. you this you've is caused this tension. I have successfully made it so awkward. Um, consider this my formal apology to that person. I am sorry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we should move on to <laughs> our next topic. Um, we will be rating Taylor Swift's exes throughout the years. Um, on, like, a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah, I think on a scale of 1 to 10, okay. I think that should we also involve, like, the songs that oh, were written yeah. about them? Like, should we be rating, like, yeah. are those included in well, a rating? Well, we're rating them on based on, like, how shitty of a boyfriend they were to her. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were shitty. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, by the way, I am a massive Swifty. I'm a <laughs> massive Swifty. Yes, um, and I know everything that there is to know about all of these men. And I know all the ways that they wronged Taylor Swift. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm You're pretty knowledgeable. I'm pretty knowledgeable on this. I like to think. Um, I'm a yeah. up and coming Swifty. Yeah, I've been like kind of educating Helen. You know. Yeah. Doing your roommate duty. It's a vocal fry for me. <laughs> um, I just listen to myself speak, and I'm like, uh. But okay, so you kind of gonna go through this list. Yeah. Um, you don't have to hit all of them, but hit the big ones. There are some big ones that we need to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, I guess we'll start with with high school. We'll just kind of okay. go chronologically, yeah. I guess. Um, well, I don't know if we'll, don't hold me to that, but we'll start with high school. Okay. Okay, so we have Sam. Sam Armstrong. Sam Armstrong. Ever who? heard Shoulda Said No? Shoulda Said No. Shoulda Gone Home. Yes, that that's one. the yeah. one. So basically, picture this. Picture eight-year-old me sitting in my bedroom, my childhood bedroom, mm-hmm. with the Taylor Swift album cover, like, thing that comes out of the CD case. Um, flipped open to should have said no. She had this thing where you could decode what the song was about by h- the letters that she capitalized in the lyrics. She was so cool. Yeah. And so basically in should have said no, the lyrics decoded turned out to just be Sam, 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 <laughs> Sam, Sam, over and over and over again. So my little eight-year-old ass was sitting there like, who the fuck is Sam? How, and do, like, we find how him? do we find him? Drop the Addy because he hurt Taylor Swift. So four foot Emmy is going to not even at that point. Oh no, okay, four foot. No, I had to be. I had to be. I had to be. Okay, did you bring like three feet tall at what eight? <laughs> Emmy's like four nine. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I'm four ten. <laughs> I'm four I ten. I'm so, I don't know why four nine came out. That's literally an extra inch, but <laughs> I'm thinking of that basketball players playing uh, girlfriend. No, she's they're so nine. cute. They're so cute. Um, Emmy's 4'10", almost 4'11". Yeah, I'm, like in, I'm in that range. 
but small. But the idea of like tiny Emmy mm-hmm. at eight with her like purple glasses wearing like fight like a like a grown like a man. Yeah. I like that idea for you. Sam. Armstrong Sam. to be specific. So I would give him a like a two. Because he cheated on her. That's oh, the story okay. behind it. Yeah. That, Low know? score. Low score. He cheated on her. But the song is good. But the song, yeah. Because of his actions, we were delivered one of the Arguably one of the greatest cheating, like, breakup bops mm-hmm. in... Of our generation. In musical history, yeah. So, I would say... I think a two would be a good. A two. But the two... The two points are because of what Taylor Swift did with... The materials. With the material, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk right. about Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas, okay. So, there are a few songs, actually, about Joe Jonas. Ooh. The one that I like the most is Forever and Always. I've played it for you so many times. Love remember that song. it. Yes. Um, yeah, basically... The premise of the song is, you know, you said we would be together forever and always, but you didn't mean it. You didn't mean it, baby. Anyway, <laughs> um, so the whole thing with Joe Jonas is that he broke up with Taylor Swift over the phone in a 27-second Voice. voicemail. I remember that. Yeah, because yes. I've told her on this because it gets me fuming. Um, but what's really funny is that she released Mr. Perfectly Perfect. Fine, yeah. which came out literally yesterday at the time that we're recording this. And um, that's about him. Sophie Turner posted it on her story being like, no, th- I know this is about my husband. Like, this is a bop. Like, this is a banger. Um, because she's releasing songs, if you don't know, from the vault. So from, you know, she, she wrote that in, like, what, 2009, Nine? 8? I don't know, a long time ago. Um, whenever she was writing Fearless, I don't know when it came out exactly. But she never ended up releasing it on the album. Now she's releasing it all these years later, so it's all about Joe Jonas. I would personally give Joe Jonas, like, a seven, maybe, because, one, she's on good terms with him. She's clearly on good terms with his wife. And, two, he gave us some hits. As a Jonas brother? Yeah. And some hits from Taylor. And through Taylor. Because he gave us Forever and Always. He gave us Better Than Revenge. He gave us Better Than Revenge? He gave us Better Than Revenge, yeah. And he gave us last last kiss, which, like, if you know, that's like the, one of the saddest, one of the saddest songs on the planet. Actually, <laughs> I would argue, it's so sad, but it's so beautiful. Okay, and so now seven. he gave us. He's he's still he's literally still delivering because we're getting new content from him. Oh my God, Joe. So yeah. Okay, seven. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ooh, let's talk Taylor Lautner. Oh my God, Taylor Lautner. Um, what okay. Did, what did he give us? Because they were in a movie together, too. They were in Valentine's Day together. He, it, okay, in my opinion, I'm giving Taylor Lautner a 10. Oh. And I will tell you why. Okay. He did not break Taylor's heart. Taylor broke his heart. But Girl she's boss. perfectly valid in doing that. Kill all men. So <laughs> that's not that's not a judgment on Taylor at all. Like, do your thing, woman. Um, But <laughs> he really liked her. Aww. She broke up with him, and that's what the song Back to December is about. Oh. And if you know the bridge, I miss your tan skin, your, your sweet, sweet smile, smile. So good to me, me so, so right. right. Um, so that's Honest. about, yeah, it's such a good song. It's a beautiful ballad. And it's about Taylor Lautner, and it's about how she kind of knew that she sort of fucked up, like, breaking things off with him because he didn't really do anything wrong. Oh, That's Taylor. the tea on that. So he he's a ten because I I don't really think he did anything wrong. I'm I think he treated her with the good. respect she deserves. I'm going to give him a nine though, simply because <laughs> he's also Taylor. 
Oh, that's that so is the true. Only reason he <gasps> he would have gotten a ten and ten, but Taylor and Taylor. Yeah, what's the ship name? Taylor. Taylor. Tay Tay. Taylor Ayler. Oh my god. <laughs> Taylor Layler. Yes. Um, but yeah. Okay, okay, a good guy. All right, Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Cool. 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 Oh, we have to talk about John Mayer. Oh my god, we have hate to talk John about Mayer. John Mayer gets a fucking negative, negative two. Negative. 12. 12. I only recently, because of Emmy, listened to Dear John. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, listen to Dear John. I made Helen lie down on the floor of our apartment <laughs> to, like, fully get it. Get. To absorb yeah, it. to absorb how sad the lyrics are. And how fucked up the whole situation was. So, yeah, um, don't like John Mayer. I think that I see his TikTok sometimes, and I want to, mm-hmm. like, report it. Um, Yeah. How, what was the age again? He was 31, and she was 19. Like a fresh 19, though, right? Yep. So very much young. like a young girl and a full, fully adult. grown adult um, who manipulated her. And I will say I love his music, um, <laughs> but, like, I really hate him as a person. Also, I Knew You Were Trouble was about him as well. Really? Yeah, and he got really mad when she released – Dear John, because everybody His knew. name is in it. Yeah, but you know what? As she says in the song, he should have known. Like, this is what this girl's known for. She writes songs about the people Don't who wrong her. Dear John. Yeah. So, I think that fuck John Mayer for, for that. This is a John Mayer hate club. Yeah. We're changing the podcast name to We Hate John Mayer. Yeah, we are. But yeah, um, Dear John's also one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. It's so good, and it's so sad. But I don't think I knew as a child, because it was one of my favorite songs, yeah. like, as a little girl, too, but I don't think I realized how sad the <laughs> story actually is, because I was, you know, as a little kid, you think 19's really old, but as a 19-year-old right now, I can't imagine being manipulated by a 31-year-old man, um, and then yeah. abandoned, like, it's gross, um, but, you know, she's Beyond now- better? Yeah. Bigger and better things. Yep. So negative two? I'm going to negative three. I said negative 12. Negative 12? Yeah. He's yeah. down. He's, he's so he's down. He's the lowest you can get. Ooh. Un- uh, no, he's even lower. Jake Gyllenhaal's not that bad. Okay. Let's talk about Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I love that she's was this. So, so if you don't know, she wrote all too well about Jake Gyllenhaal, which, which is. Yeah. Which is one of Helen's favorite songs. Maybe Helen's favorite song ever. Yeah. And, it is. um. I just think it's so funny because they dated for only three months and it they and it, it led to this like ballad, like this really emotional ballad. Um, considering Bridge. they dated for such a brief time and also considering that Jake Gyllenhaal looks like a basset hound, like <laughs> I think it's so funny that she was this heartbroken over him of all men. I don't think he's like unattractive. I don't think he no, I don't think he's unattractive. I do think he looks like a basset hound though. I don't think I would be this heartbroken over. And we know that happened. Oh, and he forgot her birthday. Yeah, yeah. That's What's the, the line? Other thing. What's the line? Um, in the moment I knew, which is a deluxe track off of Red. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's like showing like the nerdy side of you. Yeah, I know. I know. This is my safe space. <laughs> but yeah, in the moment I knew, she says. It was like slow motion standing there in my party dress. Um, so she's it was at her birthday party, mm-hmm. and she says, um, and they're all standing around me singing happy birthday to you, but there was one thing missing. Him. He wasn't there. He didn't show up. 
wish her a happy birthday. Um, and that was the moment I knew. And so he he kind of did her dirty. Not gonna lie. He I don't think in the three months that they were together in that brief period, I think he. I don't really think he was that that good of a boyfriend. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. So Taylor Swift, amazing. Emmy Kelly, embarrassing. So uh, yeah. If you've <laughs> taken anything away from today's episode, let it be that. Okay. So yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us for our second episode. Once again, my name is Emmy. And I'm Helen. And we'll see you next week at, at the slumber, slumber party. party. <laughs> <laughs>